Welcome to I'm Screaming, a podcast for anyone who's ever felt like shamelessly screaming at the top of their lungs over a moment in pop culture. Because sometimes pop culture can be scary and you just gotta let it out. Let's scream about it together. Hello, Megan. Hello, Giselle. How are you? How was Disney? Oh my goodness, I'm well. It was good. Um, the biggest thing that happened to us this last week was you going to Disney World. It was. I mean, you had a good weekend. I did. I did. It was. It was nice and long and fun. But I wasn't in Disney World. Like we both had Florida, Florida weekenders the last two. I weekends. know. We just missed each other by a week. I know. Truly. Um, yes, I went to Disney. Well, Florida for my friends. And you went to... Bachelorette party, and I went to Universal. Yes, which we can um, compare notes on that. Yes, I mean, we went to Islands of Adventure specifically. Same, know, that's the only one go, I went to. You didn't go to Universal Studios, right? I only went to Islands of Adventure. So, I mean, you went on more rides than I did, I think, at the end of the day, net-net, even though I did the big ones because... Or the big one, the Velocicoaster, because yes. the lines were so long. <laughs> yeah, I went on all of them except for the Hulk one, the Veloso, whatever, because I was terrified. And I think that's honestly it. I think I went on all the rest of them. That's amazing. Yeah, we went on. We just did the Harry Potter rides. Um, fun. Obsessed with the them. Three. They're fun, right? They're cute. The new it really ha- is like a very cool experience. Yeah, I've, I had done the act like the big Harry Potter one where you're in that little thing and you're like going through the Dementor thing. Yeah, in the in the castle. Yeah, yeah, I'd done that in high school because they opened that in high school and yeah. so I did that ride. But I think it maybe was like a different one because they have two different ones in the different parks. Can't remember. But yeah, there was like there was the like dueling dragons one the roller coaster that was like two different colors and okay. but it was like you could go at this you went at the same time. Um and that's now in, like, the other part of the park, which I've actually never been to. Right. they've, like, expanded it. It's weird. I don't know what they did. Like, chaos. they moved it. Chaos. Um, but, but, yeah, the Hagrid ride was so fun. That was a new one. And I was terrified. Well, I was, like, the brave one, which I'm usually not the brave one. But the two, people, the two people I was with were, like, quite scared. But then, like, I had to be the brave one. But then as we were getting closer and closer to the ride, I was starting to get more nervous and nervous. So then, because I was the brave one, I had to be, and there were three of us, I had to be, like, the quote-unquote solo rider. So oh. I was stressed. But then I made a friend. His name was Joe. And he was, like, literally 13 years old. And Joe was, like, my bestie. I was like, hi, Joe. Oh, my gosh. I'm feeling a bit I ter- love this story. I'm feeling a bit terrified. He's like, I've been on the ride before. I was like, king. So I was like, <laughs> so literally, literally Joe was, like, told me, Everything that was going to happen. He was like, there is going to be a backward situation. I was like, Joe, are we going to have loop-de-loops? Are they big drops? And Joe was like, no, not really. You're just going to go really fast. I was like, okay, Joe. So basically what happens is like, we're going, we're going, we're going. And we go, like, I'm like talking to Joe during like the whole ride because he's talking me through it. And then we're going up and back. Oh, sorry. We're going up and backwards. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to tell you. There's one drop. I was like, Joe, what the fuck? <laughs> and, he, and like, I didn't say that because he's a 13 year old. But I was like, OK, like, when we're in the cave, we're just going to fall. And I was like, Joe, what do you mean we're going to fall? <laughs> and he's like, we're going to fall. I was like, how long are we falling? I'm, is this like Tower of Terror falls? 
Like, or is this like we're at the uh, state fair and we're doing little jumpy jumps? Um, and he's like, you're going to be okay. My mom always gets surprised, but it's going to be okay. Um, so my bestie, Joe, was like walking me through it. So it ended up being fun. But if Joe wouldn't have told me about the drop at the end where you literally just fall down, I would no, just throw it up. I would have thrown it up. First of all, King Joe, obsessed with that. No, I'm and then, so and then happy we to saw know him, this story. And then we saw him at Margaritaville after, and I had to thank him and his mom. I was like, thank Iconic. you. Thank Iconic. you, Joe and Joe's mom. Joe's mom. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I had didn't, knew nothing about this ride. My friend Kayla had been on it. She was the only one of the six of us that, that had been on it. So basically what she told us when we got there in the morning on, on Monday, she was like, okay, we're going straight to Hagrid's. We're going straight there because we have to get in the line. And the line, the wait time was when we first got there was two and a half hours. Oof, ours was like 75 minutes, but like it was fucking long. Yeah. And it ended up only being like an hour and a half we waited yeah. because like I think they were, it had just opened. So they were like overestimating and the line moved pretty quickly. Like, because yeah. there was so, like, much space of line, it was, like, it kept moving pretty consistently. And there were, like, three different ones going at a time, Yeah, it seemed like. But um, we finally got up to the front. Caitlin and I went together. And Caitlin was in my sidecar, and I was on the motorbike. But I was in the sidecar. We got separate. So we got separated. Joe was on the motorcycle. I'm of course. <laughs> because I asked him, I was like, Joe, which one's more scary? And he said, right. you because I first was going to go on the little motorcycle. He told me he didn't care which one. And I was like, Joe, but like, which one will I be more stable? He said, you should probably sit in the sidecar. Said, Thank you. <laughs> I'm obsessed icon. with this. I'm obsessed with this. Joe, such an icon. Joe, king, king, king. Um, but so Caitlin and I ended up getting separated from the other four. Like they got in the back of the ride in front of us. So we were yeah. in the front. Oh, no. And. Kayla, basically, all she told us was she was like, it's really fun. There are some surprises. She's like, it's like the best ride I've ever been on. And she was like, don't look at the track when we're going through. And I was kind of like looking at the track. And all you can really see from the waiting spot is like the kind of normal parts of the ride. Yeah. It's going fast, but it's going like up and down inside, you know, like whatever. It's giving so I was very Thunder like, Mountain tea, but like not yeah. Thunder Mountain. And I was like, hmm, I was like, why are, can we not look at the track? Like, what is it giving away? It looks very normal to me which is karma for me because I had no idea. So then when it starts going so fast, you're just like, what the hell? How is this possible? And then, and then Caitlin and I were in the front and all of a sudden we went up the thing and start seeing like the end of the freaking track and the drop and then the drop in the dark. I absolutely lost my shit. I was like, the the drop in the dark was absolutely sinister. It, it, I knew it was happening and it was sinister. Because you know I hate drops, so right. I like I couldn't believe, but it oh wasn't as God. it wasn't as long as I thought it was, and quite no, frankly, it was pretty short. I felt like the drop in the Jurassic Park ride was worse. Um, which oh the did you go on the water one? Yeah, which I did it twice, and like I'm better at water rides, but I was talking to the people that I went with. I was like, there's sometimes where you're on these rides where the drop is like a three seconds too long because right. you're you're it's right when you're like okay like. I'm falling, I'm falling, I'm falling, and I'm like, but it's not ending. That was the Jurassic Park one for me. I was like, but it's not Yeah, we didn't get on that one. But I think I had been on that one before, and I totally understand what you're saying. But truly, like, we pulled up at the end, and we were, like, in the state of shock for, like, 20 minutes. It was really – I mean, sorry to anyone who hasn't been on it. You're getting spoiled for what happens in the ride. But I'd still go on it. It's worth it. I think it was a great ride. Um, And then I went on the Velocicoaster, which was – Oh, yeah. How was that? It was really scary. I had to be the single rider and be brave. And so I ro- rode with this woman. This is woman. shocking. I, I was shocked when you said you were going on it. I know you, like, are someone who 
is maybe scared but gets pushed to the point of like going and then you're brave but like I was that one looked very scary Megan it really did for whatever reason I was just really brave and I I think it was because we went to Magic Kingdom the day before in Epcot and like the rides were fun but none of them were very worth like thrill enough for me And yeah. I was, like, really in search of those thrills of, like, the roller coasters. Like, I really wanted to go on Hulk. We didn't have time, which was mm. sad because I've been on it before, so I wasn't, like, that scared. But, yeah, I was, like, very determined. And then we get in, get in we get strapped in, and this woman sits next to me, and, like, my girlies are in front of me. And we're all like, hey, oh, my God, like, so scared. And the woman says, she's like, oh, have you not been on this? And I was like, no. I was like, we just came from Hagrid's. And she was like, oh, she's like, this is my third time today. She's like, and I've been on it before. And I was like, oh, is it good? And she was like, yeah. She was like, it's it's like, she's like, at the beginning, we go really fast. So she kind of gave me a little bit of a heads up, like, because you really do, you, like, shoot out. Um, but it was scary. Like, it was, it was fun, but it was really scary. How and was the drop? The drop was, the drop was, you would have hated it. You would have hated it. No, like, genuinely, because Patricia didn't go on it. Was it worse than the one we did at Coney Island that I absolutely, like, hated? Well, okay, I would say... Oh, my God, the one at Coney Island is giving me anxiety thinking. I would say no, only because the worst part of that Coney Island ride was going up. Yeah. And being, like back like this the whole member going up the and then you just knew what was coming whereas the velocicoaster was so fast that i mean i did forget like the because the drop like that big arch is at towards the end and i kind of forgot that we hadn't done it yet because we were doing so much other stuff that was like a little bit hidden like inside and whatever and then we went up it but you go up it so fast that it's like it really is very brief in terms of like the fear of being so high um, versus that one, which was like, also yeah. like, I think I trust this brand new roller coaster in Islands of Adventure a little right, bit more than right. the, <laughs> the Thunderbolt at Coney yes. Island. <laughs> yes. But I had a good time. It was good. Sorry to go off on a tangent about roller coasters, but um, we're going to have to go back to Coney Island because it's on our bucket list for 2022. It is. And I will have to pass that right up because I just... Listen, you did it once. You were a yes. very brave little girl. I was. And you deserve a treat. I love a, I love a speedy roller coaster. Love yes. a speedy roller coaster. Like Space Mountain, love. Oh, my gosh. Space. Yeah, we went on Space Mountain. That was really fun. Thunder Mountain, love. Yeah. Uh, we went on that, too. We went on that, too. It was closed, like, the whole morning, and we had had a reservation for a Fast Pass, and we kind of were thinking, like, we weren't going to be able to do it, and then all yeah. of a sudden it opened, and we, like, ran, like, little ducks across the park to I know. To I get saw you it. guys just ducklings. We were literally ducklings all weekend. It was. Did you do Magic Kingdom and Epcot in the same day? Yes. Oh my it god. It was brutal. My little um, my little feeder are still recovering. I will have to say. I bet. Um and yeah, but I think I did like twenty five thousand steps or something. <laughs> like it was Oof. like insane, but it was worth it. It was good, and now I'm back, and I can't wait to actually see you in person. I know. For whatever reason, this it feels like I haven't seen you in a while, but I saw you last week. <laughs> it does feel like a lot. It's I feel like the long weekend makes it feel like a long time. A hundred percent. Also, I feel like I missed out on so much that I have to be, be caught up on. Always. Yes. Always a lot. Um, okay, well, anyway, there's, there's speaking of weekend. catching up. <laughs> speaking of catching up on uh, on things that happened. Yes. Uh, we were just saying when we got on that a lot it feels like it's been a while since we recorded obviously we are recording a day late because of just scheduling issues on both of our parts but um 
but it feels like a lot of stuff happened like immediately after we recorded last week of course as always. it always does the always. universe never wants us to win but um shall we get into something that we're both really excited about let's do it um, so on Monday during the Monday night football game, while I was on my plane ride home, actually, I was watching it and they put the Moon Knight trailer on and oh, they did. Yeah. And right in the middle of the trailer, the, the pilot was like, we are now beginning our initial descent into Jayana oh Kennedy. And I was like, I want to hear the trailer. Yes. So I missed like half of it. Watched it again Monday morning or Tuesday morning. Um, but our King Oscar Isaac is we love is moon Knight. yes and i mean i feel like this is one that feels very anticipated for us but maybe not anticipated in like the world of marvel because maybe people like the world of marvel yes but also people who are casual fans maybe don't care as much because it's not mm-hmm. someone who we've known before like the pra- the past series series is that we've had last year were all characters that we got introduced to in the actual MCU like movies. So right. this, is, this is the first one where we're getting someone new, mm-hmm. which is very exciting because it's Oscar mm-hmm. Isaac. And uh, I think this will be cool because maybe this will be like a fun intro for people um, to a darker hero in the MCU. This already feels more like the shows that were on Netflix, as in yes. like Daredevil, Jessica Definitely. Jones. Definitely. I think that's a really good point. Um, which I think, like, a lot of people liked. Like, I think a lot of people liked those shows a little bit more than they are liking the MCU because, as we know, the MCU, like, it's just more traditional. It's not as grungy. Um, but this show feels a bit grungy, and I think that's exciting. A hundred percent. And I, I love that comparison to the Netflix shows. I actually hadn't even, I really hadn't thought about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does have that same vibe. I loved that they used the Kid Cudi song in the trailer. Same. Uh, I thought the remix was so cool. Little Kid Cudi, come on. All right. And that video of him and Ethan Hawke watching the trailer yes. together was just so Bros. fun. That's right. Oh, I see white. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. And there he is, in all his Who glory. Is Who is he? <laughs> yes! Bros! Bros, buddies! I know, and now we're going to be in an Ethan Hawke phase, I feel. In I know! I was like, I feel like people really like him. Well, you've seen, have you ever seen those photos of him at the Knicks game with Rihanna? Maybe? So there are photos. It's from like it's from like maybe ten years ago at this point. So basically, there are photos taken courtside. Rihanna is sitting here, and basically Ethan Hawke's son, who is like ten years old at the time, is sitting in between him and Rihanna. And at the beginning, so there's Mm -hmm. photos of that, and then there are photos later on in the game of Ethan Hawke having switched with his son, like, chatting up Rihanna, like, leaning back in his chair, like, the two of them just, like, shooting the shit, basically. Yeah. And he was recently asked about it, and he was like, well, like, he was like, my son didn't care. He was like, my son was 10. He was, he cared more about basketball, and he was like, I would love to talk to Rihanna. He was like, wouldn't, he was like, wouldn't everyone do what I did? True. (laughs) that's amazing um, i'm obsessed so with that. he's he's very like i feel like him and oscar isaac are a good duo because i feel like they have the same kind of like very nonchalant attitude towards like fame and like all yeah. that stuff um but they're also like two very prestige actors so love to see marvel getting um 
good actors and getting people yeah. in their stuff. Um, and I mean, another thing which we just, you and I both just discovered yesterday when we were texting about it, is that um, the main character has DID. Yes, this is this is very interesting because yes. I don't know if people know, but number one, like, not that I'm like familiar, I wouldn't say that, but I do follow many, not many, like a couple of people on TikTok who have DID. So, um, like, on all seriousness, it's been super interesting to like, right, to like watch and to learn more about DID through people who are actually like living with the disorder rather than like. Right. A movie, like the movie Split, which many of the people I follow talk about Don't being like very like controversial and not yeah. a good representation of DID. So all that to being said, when Oscar Isaac's character like has DID, like I think I'm very interested to see how they depict it uh, because I think hopefully it's positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if it's not, then I feel like the show could probably get a lot of criticism from that community and many communities, but I'm really, really hoping that it's more like of just like a layer of the show because many people do like have DID rather than like painting, like painting the villain in that way. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it can border on like the way split was. It's like a caricature of what people think it is. Like you have one personality that's like, a villain in one personality that's like the good guy and it's like very Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, which like isn't the reality that they live with. Like people who have the disorder live with. Exactly. So I'm like very interested to see how they do it. And I was watching a TikTok by, I don't even know if you like her, but I think I like her. She kind of annoys me sometimes, but Jay Stubes, do you follow her? She's like the The girl who always has the like fun eyeshadow and she Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Marvel girl. The Marvel girl, yes. Yes, 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 Um, yes. I like, I follow her and like a lot yeah. of opinions I like, she has, I like some, I don't, but she was like saying that in the comic book universe, like it's not some, obviously because it's not real, like it's not a weird thing that someone would have like multiple personalities. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, you know, like it's right. like, it's, this is the comic book world. So like in the comic book world, I think people obviously are more apt to give into that and like but I do wonder how they're going to depict it in real life. Yeah. But I, I don't hope, feel I hope they like they do a good job. Same. And I don't feel like Oscar Isaac or Ethan Hawke maybe would like tie themselves to something that would be super controversial in that way. And also like if done well, then I think it could be great. Um, so yeah, all that to say, I really hope that they don't like make DID something that's super like you said, Dr. Jekyll or Hyde or whatever, or yeah. split. But other than that, very excited about the show. Yeah, me too. I think, I mean, I don't know, people can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like in recent, you know, recent projects, they've done a good job of, like, representing people with disabilities, like, you know, like Makari and Eternals, and and then, like, Mm -hmm. Hawkeye losing his hearing in in Hawkeye, (laughs) and, um, like, that. So, hopefully, they're just, like, learning to, like, be very cognizant of that, Yeah, and have people who have expertise in that, like, on set and, like, involved in the projects. Like, it's not that hard. I don't know why, like... Exactly. We always say this, but it's truly not that hard to just be respectful. <laughs> it's, it's really not. And just to, like, ha- seek counsel of people who you're depicting in television right. shows. Right. It shouldn't 100%. be that difficult. Mm-hmm. But other but than that, yes. very excited So excited. <laughs> March is going to be here before we know it. Um, 
and we also get the Batman in March, which I feel like we haven't. Are you excited even, about that? I guess. Yeah. I mean, like it's Robert Pattinson, so right, I'll right, 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 right. Do, I'll watch anything he does, but um, it does very much feel like we've had a lot of Batmans, doesn't it? I yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a new Batman every day. Yeah. Um, I mean, here's the thing. I have nothing against Robert Pattinson. I think he's a great actor. I'm kind of like, I and I also have no allegiance to Christian Bale. So there's to say all to say that. But I'm like, why are we trying to continue to recreate a good thing? Like Christian Bale was a great Batman. Ben Affleck mm-hmm. was not. I know we're trying to like redeem this, but I'm like, I don't know. I I finally got around to watching the trailer because I feel like I had never seen it. Right. And I don't know. I. It has nothing to do with Robert Pattinson, honestly. I think, like, Batman as a character is just tired for me. I'm, like, so right. tired of and Batman. And it's so, like, I mean, this and is something is that like, we, yeah, this is something that we've, we talk about a lot, too, in terms of Marvel, um, because of, like, its humor, which turns some people off, and, like, yeah. some, which we kind of, like, like, um, and those ones, like, the Batman movies and, and the DC films are a lot less they have a lot less of that like kitschy humor um which we like so it kind of like doesn't have a relief in that way but i mean i'm definitely gonna go see it yeah um, same I, I mean i love zoe kravitz being catwoman yeah we'll go see i mean we'll um, when i say i'm definitely gonna go see it i mean we'll definitely go see yes. it <laughs> yes. but yeah i think um, i'm like yeah but also like I right get it. i get yeah it. no 100 percent um they're coming out with have you seen all this stuff about josh Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon, yeah. So I think we talked about this on the pod a little bit with Ray Fisher, like how he had like called him out for like being really awful to him and and like cutting his scenes and all that stuff. But yeah, I haven't finished the profile because it's so fucking long. Yeah, it's but it's, and it's not good. Like he's no, not... it's definitely he thought this was gonna be his like redemption moment after being canceled, and they not. really just set him up for. Um, for failure in that sense and good because he deserves it. He sounds like an awful, awful person. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah. And then Ray Fisher was like tweeting up a storm last night, basically like in response to some of the things, I guess that Josh Whedon said about him in the, yeah, in the profile. He was basically like, you're a bad actor. Right. He's a bad actor and a bad, like, yeah. And it's just like, does it matter if he's a good or a bad actor? Like it matters that you treat people with dignity and respect. Yeah, no, like, it's terrible. Goodbye, Joss Whedon, and like I'm the like fact DC. That, like, let's take a beat. Yeah, we still haven't know. even got the Flash movie that I guess is coming out this year. It is Ben Affleck is in that. That's so chaotic. And so is Michael Keaton because he was Batman. They're like trying to do what the MCU is doing with the multiverse, and it's just oh, kind of like. No. Take several seats, I beg you, because right. you need, they also like, f- look at how much time they needed, the MCU needed to build it up and, like, right. get to this point. And it's also, like, they keep fumbling their bags. Like, not, like, you, once again, on this podcast, we are not Gal Gadot stands, but, like, the first no. Wonder Woman was great, and the second one was yeah. actual dog shit, so. It was literal garbage, um, except so for bad. Pedro. Exactly. Um, and Natasha Rothwell. Wasn't she in that? <laughs> she was. She was. Yes, in she my, was, yeah. She was amazing. For the five minutes she was on. She's amazing at everything. <laughs> um, literally. But but yeah, so that's the MCU, I guess, and DC updates for you all. Yeah, um, for sure. I was also... Also, Black Panther 2 has been... Uh, sh- shooting has shut down again. Because Wait, what? Because a bunch... 
it got shut down again. Too. I thought it literally just went back because Letitia just went back because they they vaxxed. forced Letitia to get vaxxed. Yeah. Um, but no, apparently a bunch of people have COVID, so they have to shut down. Oh, uh, no, I mean, here's the thing. It's like this is feeling a bit cursed. And it's feel, it is feeling a bit cursed. Um, and I'm I've like, seen a lot of people. Just get rid of Letitia Wright, make Winston recast. I, I, I saw Winston Duke like got a. He's asking for a pay raise because he's in the movie more. Yeah. Which like yes, give him a pay raise, please. The thing is, like, I completely understand. I think we've talked about this before, and like, obviously, we're on record loving and you know respecting Chadwick Boseman. But when is it time to just recast him? Yeah. And go and like go with like the plan that was the plan. I know. Um, it, and honor him in like the way that like, you know, he should be honored. But like, right? I don't right, know. Right, right. I think I think they kind of thought that they were doing something, and at the time, I think everyone was on board with it and was like, yeah, like that feels right. But I think it was jumping the gun a little bit in terms of like when they said we'll never ca- recast him. <sighs> That's still the saddest thing. I know that feels that. It's just bad. So many things. So many feel, things feel very dark. Like, also, I don't know if you know Andre. Andre oh, Leon my God. Kelly. Yeah. He died today. So sad. Like, literally, I saw a, it right before I went to bed last night. Like, so, so sad. Such a pillar. Such an influence. Such a force. Um, shame like on everyone. Vogue for not posting things until they got harassed, too, which, as we all know, is a testament to Anna Wintour. Of course. Uh, Today I saw on Netflix they're apparently they're coming out with like a discovering Anna or some show about this this uh oh yeah Anna German um, princess but I originally thought it was about discovering like it was an expose on Anna Wintour and I was like yes but no, it's do not. you remember do you but do you remember that profile about that girl that Anna girl she like scammed people out of millions of dollars and like pretended she was some heiress when she really like had yes. no money and. Uh, I mean, the show kind of looks good, and it's Shonda, so I will probably watch it. But I, I keep forgetting she has that Netflix deal. The way that the girl has is wearing, like, Julia Garner, who yes. is in Ozark, is wearing the big sunglasses. It could be Anna Wintour. That's right. And she was, like, talking with an accent, and I was like, Wait. Yeah. She's, like, puts on a face. Apparently, the girl in real life had, like, some crazy accent that was always changing. Ooh, I'm excited. So, yeah. Um, okay, well... There's a, once again, we always do this, like, tangents. Okay, <laughs> should we continue with TV shows? Yes, I think so. Um, Euphoria. <laughs> Euphoria. We talked a bit about it last week, but you hadn't gotten to see it, but now we've, we're both caught up on two episodes. Yes. And I'm, I'm further down on it than I was last week, for sure. Yeah, so my journey with it was I watched... The f- I watched them both um, on so Monday. Monday. I watched them both on Monday, and I watched the first one. Like I was alone both times, but like in in uh, really alone the first time I like watched it, and I was like, right. Um. Okay. What's happening? What's going on? <laughs> this feels chaotic. This feels overindulgent. But like, fine. The second episode happens, and, like, all I can say is, like, this show is just off the fucking rails. There's absolutely no plot. It is so overindulgent to the point that, like, it it's too much. It's, like, no. like you were kind of saying this before, but, like, the montages, the, like, camera shots, the, like, flashbacks. It's, like, it's too much that it doesn't even become 
like beautiful anymore. It's like what's even happening, right? right. And also, it's, it's like for like this is like this is vulgar, but also it's not vulgar because it happened on the fucking show. But like yeah. Nate and his dad are having a, like that, or Nate's having the like Cassie montage thingy, majiggy, and the dad is in, it, and all of a sudden the dad is literally like having sex with someone in the middle of the scene, and then it's like. Oh Those, yeah, I'm like what? Like I, I'm all for like, you can do whatever you want. You can include as much nudity. I don't really care. Like free will, but also when it feels like it's not serving a purpose, it just feels like I said overindulgent. That's the only word that comes to my mind when we talk about this season so far. Right, and it's like we were talking about when we were having that conversation about some of the movies we've seen recently. Like what? Why being provocative just to be provocative yeah. isn't isn't anything there's no substance to that like it's not saying anything and it's it's just it's just for shock value and it's just for like the oh my god like what is euphoria gonna do next week and what it's what's it gonna do next week and how is it gonna top that and there's like you said there's absolutely no substance to it at all because we've lost like any kind of goodness that any of the characters had I feel like 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 Jules it was like base all manic pixie dream girl last season, but at least it was like she was dealing with her own stuff and dealing with being new and like all that stuff. And then the special came along and I thought it was like really introspective and really good. But of course Hunter Schaefer co-wrote it. So yeah, that's where we actually get into like the nitty gritty of like her life and her trauma. And now all she exists as is just to be Rue's jealous girlfriend. Exactly. I'm like, that too with like Rue being obsessed with Jules for like a whole season and then now like easily right. she's obsessed with this guy and, and like Kat well, being obsessed with um her that that cute guy Austin Abrams is his real name yeah, I always yeah. forget his real, his name in the show but and now she's like she has to love herself before she loves him the weird montage with the the, 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 the seeing things I was like wait this didn't happen in the first season also like them literally like not giving Maddie enough of a plot line in the first season to be able to have a storyline on her own so now we have to resort to her exactly being like a plot to Nate's fantasies and also now a thief. I'm like, what's happening? What's and, happening? And just so that we can have Minka Kelly make a guest appearance. Like not Trevor Noah's ex-girlfriend. Current girlfriend. They're oh, I together. thought they broke up. Oh, they Lord. did. Well, people thought they did. And then she like went to South Africa with him for the holidays. So oh. still together. Uh, I guess. Not Kelly, um, but yeah. Or like, cat. I can't. The writing on Cassie jailed. Like, Sam Levinson should absolutely be jailed for this. It Prepare is, the bags. It is all the TikToks that are like, <laughs> anytime Cassie comes on the screen, show me them titties. Like, literally. <laughs> all we see. No. Literally. It's, and the only, like, I don't even know if she has will pass the Bechdel test this season because the only thing she talks about or thinks about and her whole storyline revolves around men. Nate. Um, what's the ex-boyfriend's name? I forget. Um, and then her daddy issues. Yeah. Nate's dad, like all that stuff. She hasn't once, it's not once been about her. It's not once been solely about her relationship with Maddie. They're just like pitting the two of them against each other. Like this, like, you know, it's like dark versus light almost. You know what I mean? In terms of like Maddie has all of like the, like she like wears heavy eyeliner and like wears dark clothes and like, and Sydney Sweeney or Cassie is like so like wearing p- like pinks and blues and clips in her yeah, hair. Yeah, and like, like also, girl. let's it's, talk about oh. the way Sam Levinson doesn't know how to deal with like 
anything, but also like this is not he's not it's not doing what he thinks it's doing. Like painting Maddie, the like woman of color as the like, you know, bad of course. One, the bad influence, the dark side and the, the bad Cassie, girl, yeah. the blonde eyed, blue eyed girls, like of course. Oh, the good one. Like I think he thinks he's trying to make a statement, but it's really just not doing it. It's well, just it's, doing it's exactly the same the thing that happened in Malcolm and Marie. Like, oh my god, yeah. And I think other shows since Euphoria came out, and the fact that it's it was it's been a while since the first season aired. I think other shows have taken the tropes that he's tackling and done them better in the meantime. Yeah. And I think that that's showing now. And I think it's just it all it is is just like. It's the same way Uncut Gems was just like I felt a bunch of men screaming at the top of their lungs. Yeah. Like this is just Sam Levinson screaming at the top of his lungs like I'm an auteur, like I'm an artist, like notice me, like notice the way that I'm like shooting this on some sort of film that had that had to be recreated by Kodak or whatever so that we could shoot on it. Right. And look at the way that I'm like using light in this scene and it's like but actually your characters are caricatures and they're not real and it's the writing is just so terrible it's just giving chaos it's giving sinister it's once giving again sinister prepare the bags the word i mean the bags better be in the back of the trunk of the car Literally. on the way to jail we're not preparing them anymore they are packed and ready to go right <laughs> um anyway yeah, sinister really is becoming the word of 2022, isn't it? It is. It's terrible. It's bad. Euphoria, chaos. And it's just, like, so hard to watch. Like, it's it's hard to watch because it's not good. It's hard to watch because it's dark. It's hard to watch because it's just, like, it takes it out of me. Like, it's just... 100%. It's exhausting. It's so exhausting to watch. And, like, yeah. so... The thing is, I was watching Euphoria, and then I was like, oh, I'll take a break from it and watch And Just Like That, which is different, but also kind of exhausting to watch. Oh, 100%. It does feel like it feels like an errand. I'm just like, I... Sarah Jessica Parker is an absolute force. She is truly, truly the only reason that I can continue to stomach this show, which is very sad because... Oh, yeah, she's giving us acting. The only way I, like, I was prepared to love the storylines of Miranda and Charlotte, but they are fucking it up so badly. Like, there is no way in hell you could convince me that these women are this fucking clueless. It's, no, it's it's genuinely, and I don't know if we said this last week on the podcast or if we were just, you, we were chatting in real life or whatever, Um, but it's like they paused that, universe like those women at the end of sex in the city 2 in 2014 2000 whatever when that came out and then they just like unpause them in 2022 as if they haven't seen anything in the last like nine years since we last seen the characters like they haven't grown at all right with the world and and they were like in their all in their way they were behind their time in the original, but in their way, they were like actually very progressive in the way that they talked about sex and sexuality and like feminism and, and all that stuff. So like it had the original had its problems and was problematic in its way. But this new one is just completely like out of touch somehow, it's, even though it was ahead of its time before. I don't know. It's it's just unbelievable. 
I know. I wonder if they're... I mean, it, they're probably going to do a season two, which if they do, they need to absolutely rectify all of this. Um, I, but of course, with the Chris North stuff, I don't know if they, they're they saying maybe they won't. But yeah. I feel like... I kind of hope they do, though, because I would like to see them write something in reaction to the backlash for this season. I agree. Um, I have a theory about... there's. I mean, there's only three episodes left, which is seems crazy. Um... I think a lot of people think that, like, Samantha might come back at the end. But, like, I feel like that ship has absolutely sailed. There's and Why are people getting their hopes up? I think it, maybe the only way that that's going to happen, that anything's going to happen, is that, like, it'll end on, like, Samantha calling Carrie on the phone and Carrie answering it and being, like, hello and them, like, yeah. reconnecting. And she'll still be in London, but, like, they'll, like, be good. Right. I think that, like, I mean, John Corbett said he was coming back. So where is Aiden? Like, I feel like he could show up at the end. That's true. And set up kind of a cliffhanger for a season two so that we need a season two. Also, but, I'm like, what they were setting things up with the dude from the podcasting thing. And I, feel I know. Like, and we haven't. He hasn't become a real character at all. Maybe I'm like, we, maybe we all and by we all, I mean, like us and the entire Internet jumped the gun on that just because the guy was hot. <laughs> and they were like kind of flirting. So I'm yeah, like, a little bit. I don't know. I just feel like a show that you do need to watch, Meg. I don't. Maybe I think you'd like it though. Is unrighteous or the righteous gemstones? Oh, you guys are watching that? Yeah, we're all caught up. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we binged it. So you it. saw that? You saw the Joe Jonas cameo then? Joe, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, see I haven't Joe watched Jonas it, cameo. but I mean, I've just heard the best stuff about it. That is, it's just, really like, so entertaining. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. It's really funny. Like I've there's I've audibly laughed at many points. Um it's literally just about like a white family but yeah i mean but it's it's good <laughs> yeah okay i definitely will watch it i keep seeing it on my homepage. i have to finish station 11 on hbo max yeah honestly hbo um, max is the no, streaming service of the moment it's because that there's girl nothing else i i literally only just go to hbo max we're point. like in a dead zone too for tv right now but i think some stuff is coming out and then i mean like that hulu show with sebastian stan and lily james pam and tommy is coming out in february Oh, yeah. So I kind of want to watch that. Um, and, yeah, but HBO Max, truly, just everything. And, like, the movies they have out, like, because they did that thing where they, like, release them in theaters and then they have them on there, too. It's like they do have new movies as well. So, honestly, like, good for them. But their user interface is – it's so Absolutely so much. Terrible. Like, it's awful. Um, but – Yes, and I definitely will watch The Righteous, Righteous Gemstones. Um, yeah, I think you'll breeze through it. And you're watching Search Party, you were telling me. Yes, I am watching Search Party. Also, I have to tell you, Megan, which I told you this yes, before, but me. like, and I think it's just a situation where I just have to finish the first season, but Succession, Succession. it's just hard for me. And the thing is, it's like, Tim and I were watching it together, and now yes. he's finished it. Like, he is literally like, he oh, was, I can't wait to hear what he thinks. Yeah, he's like caught up. And I'm like, I I like it enough to eventually finish it, but I didn't like it enough to binge it in the way he was binging it. Right. So, uh, yeah. It's That's hard to I'm binge. At. It's hard it to binge is. because, listen, 
I love Succession so much, and I love some of the characters, even though they are awful people. But they yeah. are awful people, and it is basically just a string of awful things happening to these awful people, right? And them doing awful things to each other. So it's hard to binge in that sense, where it's like if you want to have faith in humanity, you can't be watching Succession all the time. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like I can do like an episode of Succession, maybe two a week. I can't. Yeah, I will yeah. watch it because I like I like it enough to like. And finally, we got somewhere where like I'm I'm more intrigued but right has it was so did the board the board meeting happen did kendall have his vote of no confidence the board meeting happened and so that ended in disaster as we know Um, yeah so i think that's actually the last episode i watched was the board meeting I think if you get to the end of season one, you will feel better about it. And I mean, not better in terms of like what happens, but the end of season one is, I mean, honestly, they've had three seasons and they've had three fucking iconic season finales. So, um, but I think once you finish season one, I say this to a lot of people, I was like, just watch season one. And then like season two is so good. And season three, season three is a little bit more of a slow burn, but it's also very entertaining. Like, and then the end is just, uh, insane so good I know I'm like but, I care about I'm like I want to know more about Shiv but I'm oh like yes yeah, so you will <laughs> you will in season two Shiv is like main character in season two oh, good. um I don't like Shiv <laughs> of course Shiv I kills feel like me she, I feel like she's gonna do bad things with this ex-boyfriend but I also oh. hate I, I also hate her current fiance so oh Tom. I, I kind of hate everyone like they all suck they all suck but like cousin Greg what's will, going on with him <laughs> Um, I mean, he's still there. He's still making stupid comments, but they write the best lines for him every uh, week. It's like unbelievable. It's like just when you think he said the most insane thing, he'll say. And then Tom and Greg are like the two like peas in a pod, basically. And they get oh, yeah. their relationship gets even more insane and more twisted in season two and season three. But they're hysterical. Um, okay, I'll continue yeah. in the hopes of becoming a succession. Yes, totally, totally, totally. I mean, yeah, and like then you can you can wash it down with some How I Met Your Father, um, yeah. which is which is the corniest thing on television. And uh, I will I will finally watch it. Actually, not finally. I guess it just came. It, out. It I came th- out like yesterday. I'm just like I was. We just watched it last night. So it's like <laughs> I mean, I fully feel like I'm behind because I told Meg I literally thought we had like a month weeks yeah totally like, no i i couldn't believe it when i when i kept seeing the all of a sudden i started getting served little like digital ads of like watch how i met your father now on, on on hulu but um but yeah lots to watch lots to catch up on um and yeah i'm excited for you to continue succession same anyway what else do we have on our list um maybe some relationship drama let's do it um, okay in in makeups i guess it was not making up in engagements we yes. have megan fox and machine gun kelly which yes everyone that happened in the last week it did it did it happened like last wednesday when i was at yours right didn't it I both think so. of these happened like in the same night i'm just like <laughs> Megan Fox, oh. we, we, we really made such a bold statement for you. We really went out on our necks for you. And I really feel like you're failing me. But the thing is, like, be happy. Like, Megan Fox, no, do, totally. do your thing. Be happy. But, like, I don't really believe Machine Gun Kelly is, like, it. So I'm kind of like, he scared me. When Bella Thorne is commenting, obsessed, congrats, you two, on your Instagram that's when you know. 
Ugh, it's just also like the shit they say. That, it's, yes, in this life and every life. Beneath like, the same branches we fell in love under. And like, just just to gra- be grammar police, beneath and under indicate the same thing. You don't need both. <laughs> I brought her back to ask her to marry me. I know tradition is one ring, but I designed it with Stephen Webster to be two. The emerald, her birthstone, and the diamond, my birthstone. Set on two magnetic bands of thorns that draw together as two halves of the same soul, forming the obscure heart that is our love. I just unaware of the and work today, and sacrifices. No, I'm no, just reading hers. I'm just like we were oblivious to the pain we faced together in such a short, phen- phonetic, frenetic. Fr- what frenetic period of time? I don't even know what that word is. Then we drank each other's blood. Then we drank each other's blood, which I think they're just doing as parody at this point. But like, also, no more. Yeah, I do think like. I think a lot of it is performance. Like, I think sure. Megan Fox is actually kind of funny. Like, I think that yeah. she's definitely, like, the arbiter of the. I don't think she's an idiot. I no. think she knows how it's coming across. So I think she's just leaning into it. But it is a bit insufferable, isn't it? It is. Like, and I, I'm just, like, I feel like they're trying to be, like, the modern day, like, literally, like, Tommy and Pamela. Like, yeah. the modern day, like, rocker couple like, With, like the edgy like yeah. woman who's like scorned by Hollywood kind of situation. Um, apparently, he said in an interview like today that like th- when he said thorns, it actually is like it hurts her to take the ring off, and he designed it that way because quote love is pain. I hate it. Absolutely not. No more. <laughs> enough. Out. Absolutely enough. Out. Absolutely Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> We'll, we'll keep Megan Fox in and out because we're still riding yeah. for our girl for a bit. But Machine Gun Kelly and his ridiculous captions and the thorns in her engagement ring, out. Out. Absolutely <laughs> out. Oh, no. It's so bad, isn't it? It's very bad. Another thing that's out is out. Lisa Bonet and, and uh, Jason Momoa's Jason marriage. Momoa. Yeah, I'm reading this little I Cosmopolitan sent me an alert. I love um, this. Being apart was a disaster for Jason Moa and Lisa Bonet. Um, apparently, Lisa and Jason were amazing for years until they no longer were. They've grown apart because of different focuses. Um. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, uh, this is what we always say about rich people. Like, you can do whatever you want. Like, you don't right. have to. Like, obviously, if you're in a bad relationship, don't stay in one. But Stay like, in it, yeah. And we don't know what's going on, but it's like just because you're both doing different things, like maybe you should like try to like be on the same page. I don't know. Right. Like if like, you're getting gonna get married, like you have to like be committed. I don't know. I mean they and they just got married like actually only four years ago, even though they've been together for like ages yeah. and ages and they have like two children who they are have like two older kids. than four. They're older than four too, so like they've been in this partnership for a while. Um it, it's giving um, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt a bit because, like, they didn't get married for so long until, like, they'd had all their kids. And then when they did get married, they, like, immediately broke up. <laughs> There's something about marriage, especially with celebrities, where it's, like, the minute it's, like, actually a legal binding situation, they're just, like, terrified. And, like, right. they're, like, oh, shit. Like, this also, is, like, bad. this statement. A few years ago, Jason was struggling to find work. Now his career is booming and he wants to keep working as much as he can. 
at, the source says adding the source their PR their publicist adding <laughs> that adding that Lisa has no interest in joining Jason at every location and enjoys her life in LA which is fine right it's but I'm like, like you married an actor yeah like you knew but also maybe I mean, maybe she queen, didn't know like, yeah we, maybe we like they're didn't. both fine but it's also it's giving kind of like what I've been concerned would happen to Chris Hemsworth and his wife because like they're very much based in Australia and yeah. he's like all over the world but they seem to have it figured out I don't know knock on wood I don't want to jinx them but um, yeah I feel like maybe which like this is like speculation but like maybe allegedly allegedly <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa got together, as the source says, when Jason Momoa wasn't as poppin' as he was. Right. And maybe Lisa Bonet is like that, or she's like, I thought you were basically going to be around forever, and now you're not. So, like, I'm Lisa Bonet. Like, bye. Yeah. I mean, listen, she does not need no man, for sure. No. Um, and How old is she's, she? She's still a queen. I'm, like, I don't know. How old is Zoe? Like, Zoe Kravitz is, like, She's, 30. like, 30-something. So, like, maybe in her 50s? Lisa Bonet is 54. 54. It's just Lenny sad Kravitz that now... Lenny Kravitz is 57. It's just sad that now... Ja- Zoe Kravitz is 33. Damn. Oh, wow. She had her super young. Not super young, but... Yeah. But Jason Momoa... I'm sad that Jason Momoa isn't Zoe Kravitz's quote-unquote papa bear anymore. I know, that's the that's the saddest part. <laughs> that's, like, the saddest part. That, like, they're all not Ohana, as he always writes in his captions. My Ohana. My Ohana. Um, also, like, truly forget Zoe Kravitz is married. <laughs> is she, has she not been fully divorced yet? No, she is now, but, like, I, I'm i just, like, on her little, Oh, like, that she was married thing. for, like, two years, yeah. Yeah, but now... She's with, you know, Channing Tatum, as Channing know, Tatum. Yes. which is chaos because Channing Tatum's previous girlfriends were Jesse J and obviously Jenna Dewan, <laughs> who I guess also just had a baby, who's been on my TikTok so much. Oh, my God. Always. Um, the way that those three women could not be more different, like oh Channing Tatum just has such a varied taste in women. He really does. I mean, also, I guess like, that's a good thing because it means that, like, he doesn't. Yeah discriminate also, like, against certain personalities <laughs> prepare the bags for jail for Channing Tatum for that weird dog movie he's made oh that is out that is out before it's even come out yeah like Channing Tatum I feel like we have a lot of outs this episode but yes like, Channing Tatum out Zoe yes. Kravitz in Channing Tatum out yeah um and also I for this is this is rewinding but like Moon Knight in Batman out oh Okay, T. I love it. I'm with it. I'm like, I'm, on I'm the sorry. Same page. No T. No T or shade to. Uh, Listen, Mara we could Patterson. go see Batman and love it, and then right. we'll, we'll eat our words. But we're we always admit when we're wrong on this podcast. Agreed. So, Agreed. um, and so and just like that, out. Uh, the righteous gemstones in. Yep. Exactly. Thank you. Euphoria. Out, I out. think now we had it in last week and it's out this week. It's absolutely out this week. <laughs> um, I mean, Zendaya is still in, but Zendaya is in. Zendaya is always, always. in. I think, always I think, in. I think we have like Euphoria, the show out. Yes. Cast of Euphoria, Sans, Sans, Jacob, Jacob Lordy, Lordy. in. <laughs> 
has to be sans Jacob Elordi. Has to be, has to be caveated that it's sans Jacob Elordi. He scares um, me. I don't like him. He is so no. sinister. No, like, no, even no, when no, he no, went no, on, no. like, Jimmy, he went on, was on, like, Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon, and, like, um, he was talking, like, he was, like, asked if he, like, likes, if he feels bad for Nate, and he was, like, well, as, like, Jacob, and he, like, he's different because he talks with this Australian accent, and he was, like, as Jacob, like, I want to give him a clip around the ears, but as Nate, I do feel bad for him. No. And I was, like, what bad. does that mean, though? Because you're not actually Nate, like, headspace-wise. Like, let's not be sinister, Jacob. It's enough. Um, but yes, definitely. I love, I love those declarations. I love our new state of the union. We still have more stuff to put in and out. I already know what we're going to put out in this next one. Easily. Oh, but before we move on, I'm so sad about Ryan Destiny and Keith Powers. Ah, sad. (laughs) Devastating that they broke up. And I just saw that. I mean, I sent it to you last night and then I checked the time and it like, the news had just broken. And I was like, oh no. I know Kubali sent it to me too. Uh, it feels weird because he was just at her birthday like three days ago. And right. also like her, his sister literally just wished her a birthday like three days ago. So I'm like, well, maybe they're like on good terms and we're like waiting to announce it. But also I guess like, I don't know. I've never gone through a breakup of a long-term relationship. So I don't know like whether it's like you try and you try until you just can't do it anymore. And then it's just like over. Yeah, I also wonder with some of these relationships, like, I do think that they, you know, have been happily, hopefully, in love for many years. But I am a bit of a a cynist. Cynic. 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 And I'm like, were they maybe together for so long because they felt as though the most important thing about their celebrity was their relationship, and maybe now they're doing maybe more things, so they don't need they're each other They're trying anymore? to, they, like, need their identity to be their own identity. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a good point, Giselle. That's really good, um... Giving Camilla and Sean tea. Oh. Camilla and Sean, who was spotted by Vera in Williamsburg. Literally. Uh, I'm like, we'll have the to ask Vera for permission. So. I'm like, spotted Sean Mendez at Partners Coffee in Williamsburg. Oh, yes. Um, yes I can Vera cut it out. See him. Oh, sorry. I can't. I, I mean, I can cut it out if she doesn't want us to include it, but just a cute um, little spotted. Yes. Um. Anyway. Our other topic is the topic that just continues to to give and give and give in terms of of uh, new sound bites this past week um, is the crate feud of 2022, Jamie Lynn versus Britney Spears. I'm like, but like, what's happening? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't even know what's happening. Like, I do. I know they're feuding, and like, I know we are not on Team Jamie Lynn. But also, I'm like, but like, actually, what's going on? Like, I, I, I truly don't. No, it's like Jamie Lynn wrote a book for whatever reason, and it's called, what's it called? Things I Should Have Said, which in any case, it feels like it was, it's in reference to Britney and the conservatorship, right? Yeah. No matter what else she's saying that it's about, she's saying that it's about that accident that her daughter had where she almost died. Yeah. And about her, you know, childhood growing up in Hollywood in the spotlight. Um, She went on, like, GMA last week and had an interview and talked about how she loves her sister and she doesn't under, but she doesn't understand why, like, 
why there's this like animosity because she was always trying to help her and she was never in on the conservatorship and blah 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 which just seems like a total and utter lie no matter what you know everyone is in on it everyone is in everyone is in on it and then Brittany has been just responding to everything that Jamie Lynn is saying she's on a press tour for this book so she's doing interviews like every day you just said to me before she was on call her daddy today and it's a two-part episode she talked about apparently how like Justin Timberlake was like a father figure to her and that when Britney and Justin broke up Britney was very sad like was really sad and depressed but then Britney like rebutted with saying like Jamie Lynn like you were a spoiled brat and like all of a sudden you had this Hollywood show and like mom was like depressed because she was going through a divorce and like I had no one and like I had to take care of you um they're just like really dark really really dark dark stuff and like yeah. apparently Britney's lawyer has sent a cease and desist to Jamie Lynn to because she's like talking about the conservatorship and trying to and Britney and trying to promote this book and so it's like a cease and desist and it was like really sassy letter from her, from Britney's lawyer um I mean I guess it's good that Britney has a lawyer that is yeah. representing her like let's get Britney um, lawyers that feels good to me in terms of like her having people on her side and having her own lawyer representation that's not also just like the person representing her right, family right. which was crazy um, but I don't know I mean Jamie Lynn is just like so boring to me besides the fact of like besides all this drama she's just so boring so I'm just like how could she like what should, could she possibly have to write a book about if it's not involved with everything that's going on with Britney because she's, no, not, it's, an, she's not an interesting person it's 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 so sad it's like truly as everyone in Britney's family do, or in her life does like using her 100% like, and you're trying to pretend that she's not that it's about her faith and, and about her daughter and her miracle ugh Gross. I can't. Goodbye, I Jamie. We're not on Goodbye. your side. You're out, 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 out. She has comments <sighs> limited on her post. Of course. Yeah, she she posted this whole big long thing. Like, I have to say, I have. To, it seems I have to speak up and blah, blah, blah. And, like, she started, like, blurring her kids' faces on Instagram. But, like, you are, that ship already sailed. Like, you were posting photos of their faces for years. Like, people have, like, the photos. It's just, also, like... Did you see on TikTok the girl who... Do you remember Zoe 101? It was Nicole was one of the girls in season one yeah. and two, mm-hmm. and then she left. Like, basically, she, like, is, like, airing out Jamie Lynn on TikTok. Iconic. Being like, no, she fucking sucks. And she also asked me to come back for her, like, redemption arc in that weird song they did two years ago. And she was like, no, you're mean. You suck. I'm like, Iconic. Oop. Good for her. It's so sad because Zoe 101 was, like, my favorite show. <laughs> I know. I was obsessed with it. Chasing Zoe was like the event of my life. Same. Uh, upsetting. <laughs> it's like everything from my childhood is getting fucking ruined. Like Jamie Lynn Spears, awful conspirator, demon, demon. Uh, literal <laughs> big big time rush. Carlos Trump supporter. Oh no. Like everything is just. I'm like Logan Kendall and James. Why didn't you go on tour with? You could have. You could have let him stay in Hawaii with Alexa Vega of Spy Alexa Kids Peña game. Vega. Alexa their, Peña Vega. Thank you so much. And their baby, Ocean. <laughs> Ocean and Kingston. And they have a daughter now. And I forget what her name is, but it's also stupid. <laughs> All right. I'm like, big time rush. It's like so sad. Like, I really wanted to support them this year, but I like can't. How fun would it have been to have gone to their concert? I know. Uh, 
how it started, how it's going. Ugh, depressing. Devastating. Truly devastating. They need to stop rebooting things because the tea is just going to keep getting dredged up and then we're going to have to hate everything that we once loved. I know. No more reboots, please. Please make it stop. Original content only. Even though, did you see they're rebooting Degrassi on HBO Max? Okay, but I'm low-key lit. No, I know. (laughs) We're so full of shit. Okay, out, literally like out. Euphoria, Euphoria in Degrassi, in Degrassi. but also like, <laughs> but also like, still out. Sam Levinson in Euphoria cast stands Jacob Elordi. Yes. Oh, I love that, Giselle. Beautiful. Okay, great. But yeah, Degrassi <laughs> is in because Degrassi is has has always been off the motherfucking rails. So oh. I, it's I a soap know, opera, right? And so it knows fine. it knows exactly what it is. It's never pretended to be anything it wasn't. So it's fine, and I <laughs> and I know we're gonna get some fucking cameos. From the original oh, yeah. people. Manny is made a TikTok career for this reason. Um, I want JT and Liberty's baby. I oh want my God. all of it. Give me I saw all a tweet it. that was like, the thing is, Euphoria wishes it is it had ever done something as iconic as killing JT. Though <laughs> No. But the way that, of course, because you know me as a person, JT was yes. one of my favorite characters, of course. And of course, when he got with Liberty, I was lit. And so yeah. w- when they had the audacity to stab him to motherfucking death, I I was sobbing. Liberty finding out he was stabbed to death. Oh, my God. Sobbing. Sobbing. The funeral. Sobbing. Ah! Not the school shooting before that. He, like, all of it. Not, not putting. Drake in a wheelchair. Not Drake getting shot and being in a wheelchair. Absolutely iconic. Absolutely iconic. Degrassi wow. was. Wow. Was it? Was it? Bring it. HBO is that girl. And they will continue. <laughs> we to said it. Girl. HBO Max in. Yeah. Netflix I don't know. out. Netflix out, kind of. Yeah. They're they're hiking their prices. Did you see? Boo. 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 Tomato, tomato. Throwing tomatoes. Throwing <laughs> tomatoes. Oh my God. Corny. <laughs> Lame. Boo. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Throwing tomatoes. Like literally every other streaming service. Like, not Disney Plus, but, like, low-key. Um, okay. <laughs> I, th- I mean, listen, that was that was <laughs> a mouthful, an earful, all an of earful. the things. All um, of things. And, yeah, I guess that's all she wrote. <laughs> I know. We also had Elmo on here, but I'm, like, the only Elmo thing can Elmo be is- Go Girl, give us nothing, except... Basically, Elmo has is in a feud with a rock, and I had to. I heard it explained to me on Las Culturistas, and I was absolutely shaken to my core. So I texted yeah. Giselle, and I was like, "Have you heard about this Elmo rock business?" The only thing for Elmo that I heard was every day on my TikTok balsamic vinegar. Balsamic vinegar. I'm like, so Elmo is what is happening? Like, we now Elmo care is about the moment, Elmo. but yeah. like, I'm also like, why? I don't get it. Right, right. I'm like. <laughs> So we care about Elmo again. Were we ever watching Sesame Street? Is that still on? I guess it is. I think so. I don't know. Not our demographic. Definitely not. But yeah, Elmo is the moment now. So. We draw the line at High School Musical, the musical the series. That Jason Earls and Corbin Blue will now be on. And I can't believe. Jason Earls is old. He's like 50. He's so old. He's so old. It's crazy. He was like 30 when Hannah Montana was on. It's giving Alexa Demi on Euphoria because Alexa she's, Demi is apparently like 35 or something, which is crazy to me. Insane to me. She was hanging out with Miss Haley Bieber. I saw that. They did a little yoga. Always. <laughs> and did you see that? 
And I'll have to send this to you, but they were doing like euphoria interviews and like everyone's in like nice outfits and Alexis Diem, Alexa Diemis and like glasses. Oh, the hoodie with the sunglasses. She's like truly like, like anonymous. Yeah, she's like. <laughs> and this is why the Euphoria cast is in because they are all iconic. They are iconic. Um, anyway, <laughs> I guess that's it. And that's all she wrote, everyone. That's all she wrote. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you yes. for listening and loving us. Leave a review, please. I mean, and if you don't, you're going to catch these jail. hands. Prepare the bags for jail. <laughs> prepare the bags for jail. <laughs> uh, Out any listener who has not left a review yet. <laughs> prepare the bags. Um, we love you regardless, but most importantly, love you, Meg. Love you, G.